fly up on top of that old building. Just, just get away from everybody. Then would I be at rest? Oh, I believe everybody's felt that way one time or another. They felt so discouraged. They felt so, so hot, downhearted and things have come against them. Everybody feels these pressures, but there's so many people that don't know exactly how to get away from it, so they take artificial means of escape. Some may try to take drugs, and that's a little means of flying away and getting away. They're all right as long as they're high, but when they come back down, they're worse than they were before. Some of them try alcohol, and when they're drunk... Oh, they, they, they don't feel any pain at all. Everything's fine. It's just going wonderful. But when they come back down again, they're worse than they were before they were drunk. They're trying artificial means of escape. And all of it is because of the pressures, the trials. They feel these things pressuring in. And they're thinking deep in their heart, oh, if I could just escape it, if I could get away, if I could just lose all of these problems and get away from it, then I'd be all right. And so these artificial means of escape are things that they're using, trying to flee from the pressures and the problems and the difficulties of this world. But I want you to realize something tonight, church. God has a practical way. Hallelujah. These are the things, they may be all right temporarily, but when you get off of them, you're worse than you were before. God has a practical way, glory to God. He knows that we all have problems. He knows that it doesn't make any difference whether it's a David, whether it's a Paul, whether it's a Peter, whether it's a James, or whether it's just a Judas. He knows everybody has problems. Hallelujah. Everybody suffers and everybody has needs. And God has shown us the way. God has shown us the way. As we face up to life and we face these problems and these difficulties, oh, he just discouraged me so much when I see the people of the church rise up against the things of God. And I've had it happen so many times. The ones that you don't expect. The ones that you feel should be in there pulling with you. The ones that love God and are supposed to be working together to cause the things of the Lord to go forward. It always seems to be there. And as we face up to this life, as we face up to it, there are wings that are available right now for every person that knows Jesus Christ. Did you know that? The Bible says, and we sing that song, Some glad morning, when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. Well, that's talking about the saints is going to be flying away when they'll be redeemed and they're caught away into the glorious liberty of eternal life with Jesus Christ. And that's going to be wonderful then. But what about now? i got problems right now. I have difficulties right now. God doesn't make us wait until he comes back to take the church away. God hasn't left us here to labor and to struggle and to fight with no means of escape until he takes us into heaven. But God has made a wings available. Hallelujah. He's placed them right there today for every person to mount up and to rise above the pressures of this life and to be above all of the trials and the problems wherewith they may be at rest in their soul. Jesus said in Isaiah the 40th chapter in the 31st verse, He said, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. They shall mount up with wings, glory to God. As he goes, they shall run and not be weary. Hallelujah. And they shall walk and not faint. Oh, I like that, church. I like that. They that wait upon the Lord. You know, I got reading about that, waiting upon the Lord. I've heard people pre preach that 
we've got to pray and get down and travail and wait upon the Lord. Well, that's that's good and that's true. That's part of it. We've got to wait on the Lord there. But you know, it doesn't only mean that. As I looked at that wait upon the Lord, that wait began to hit me. Wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. You know, I looked it up. Sure enough, what it was talking about is waiting like a servant. Hallelujah. Think about that. Waiting upon the Lord. Wait upon everything that God needs us to do. As a servant, waiteth upon a master. Literally laboring and waiting upon God daily. Hallelujah. Not only in prayer, but in every aspect of our life. As we go forth to do the works of Jesus Christ, waiting upon God. Hallelujah. Ministering the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. Doing His work. Jesus said, I must be about my Father's business. Oh, as there's times that we get down before the Lord and we wait upon Him in prayer. You know, in that time, we begin to mount up upon those wings. You know, I've had pastors and I've had evangelists come to me and say, You know, brother, I've reached a plane. I had a man tell me this one time. He said, I really don't have to pray anymore. He said, I'm so busy working all the time that, and ministering that it doesn't take the prayer because I'm so involved that feeds my soul. I said, brother, you've just been deceived. Hallelujah. He said, what do you mean? I said, just what I said. You'll never get to the place that you don't need to pray. Brother, when something tells you that you don't need to pray, you can be well assured it's the devil. But it's not God. And when we begin to wait upon the Lord, we begin to mount up. And those pressures begin to seem smaller and littler. And they're not there to torment like they were before, but we begin to rise above that thing. Hallelujah. You know, ever since I was a little bitty fellow, I, I, I've always loved to fly. I like to mount up on wings and get up into the air and fly. Hallelujah. And I remember when I was first learning how to fly. I remember the first solo flight that I'd ever had. And my instructor made me go all by myself. I sure know what it means for a little bird to get kicked out of his nest now. Amen. And that was one of the most frightful experiences at first that I think I'd ever had. I, I got ready to take off in that airplane and we flew around for a while and the instructor said, now, he said, you don't need me anymore. And I said, I don't. He said, no. I said, you don't need me, do you? I said, well, are you sure? He said, are you sure? I said, no, sir. He said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, I'll go with you one more time. And he said, show you that you know how to do it, and then you'll see that you can fly the airplane yourself. So we got in, and we went back up, and we flew around a little bit. And when I come back, he put his hands behind his head like that and crossed his legs. And he just sat there, and he wouldn't touch or even look at the instruments. He just looked out of the window. And I made my approach and came back down around and landed. And he said, now see, he said, that wasn't, I had nothing to do with it. I was just riding along. You did it. I said, yeah, I guess I did. He said, all right, I said, you're going to do it alone. And I said, well, Lord, help me now. <laughs> Amen. And so he got out of the airplane. He stood there. He said, now, I want you to take off. Go up there and make a circle around a little bit and then come back and land and come over and we'll talk about it. I said, I hope we will. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in that airplane and I started off down the runway. And I'll never forget the spooky feeling that I felt when I pushed that throttle in. Because when I'd gotten halfway down the runway, I knew it was too late now. There was no turning back. I was going too fast to stop. And the only thing I could do was take off. And when I did, I was in the air. I knew now the only way I'd get back is land. And I said, Lord, help me now. And I got up there and I flew around. And I played all the way. And I came back and I landed that airplane. He came back and talked to me. And I, I, I remember the fears that I felt. And he said, now, you see, he said, you did it all by yourself. I said, yes, I sure did. 
And so I got back out and I did it again and I went around and I, I got a confidence then. How many of you ever had a confidence come? <laughs> and I thought, well, now he was right. I don't need that instructor so much. I've got it all figured out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why, I did it by myself. I did it beautiful. I had no problems. Why? I was an official bird man. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so I came down and I landed, taxied back, got ready to take off again. And I gave the airplane the full throttle again, only this time something happened didn't ever happen before. And usually we'd get going down the runway about 70 miles an hour and then just gently lift the airplane off of the runway. But this time at 37 miles an hour, the plane just started straight up in the air. <laughs> my Lord, my heart came right up in my mouth. And the nose went up and the thing took off and I pushed the nose back down. It went up again. I pushed it down. It went up again. And I was just going like this. Oh, man. And I began to pray, and I said, my God, what's the matter with this thing? I looked at every instrument, I couldn't see anything wrong, and I kept running every instrument that I knew that had anything to do with the control of that thing. Nothing happened. Finally, I got up about two, uh, three or four hundred feet, and I looked out of the window. I began to pray, and I started calling out to God. It seemed like the Lord kind of got hold of my head and just turned it around. You know, that's where those extra wings come in pretty handy. Come on. See, the Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings. Now, I want to be able to mount on those wings anytime I need them. Amen? <laughs> I don't want to have to wait till I'm in real trouble then it's too late and God isn't going to hear me. I want to know that I've got them right there all the time. Hallelujah. Brother, when I was up there, I needed those wings and I needed them right quick. I began to pray. <coughs> and I said, Lord, if you've ever heard me, hear me now. If you've ever done anything for me, do it now. I said, God, give me that extra set of wings. And it was like God turned my head. And I saw that airplane. There was 30 degrees of flaps that I put on the land. I'd forgotten to take off. Oh. Hallelujah. And I took them off and I landed that airplane. And I had to fly around up there for about five minutes before I got settled down enough before I could land. <laughs> Amen. And I know that we need those wings. God said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. They shall bow up with wings as he goes. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Now, you know, there's something else I noticed about flying. There's always encouraged my heart. I love to get out and fly and get away from everything. But when we begin to fly, go up higher and higher, the higher you get, the smaller the world looks below you. I notice that you take off the houses, they, they begin to shrink and they get littler and littler. And finally, you get up higher, and pretty soon it just looks like little bitty tiny playhouses. They don't look real at all. Swimming pools look like a little puddle of water. Freeways just look like a trail of ants. And the higher you get, the smaller they get. And you know, it's true even in the things of God. As you begin to wait upon the Lord, as you begin to seek God, as you begin to pray and get all of the Lord, higher as you get. When you strap on those wings uh, as eagles and you begin to mount upon the wings of prayer and you begin to rise above the troubles and the problems of this life, the higher you get in God, the smaller the little things look below you. Hallelujah. Those troubles that were so big, they just seem to shrink and they get smaller and smaller and smaller until finally they don't even seem to be a problem at all. Amen. The more altitude you gain, the little they get. If we just continue to go on and on, Glory to God. David cried out, Oh, for wings. 
And the Lord provided the, the very thing that David needed. He said, These that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings. Divine provision for human need. Every need that you have, church, God has provided a way that will meet that need and will cause your heart to be at rest in the things of the Lord. Can you say amen? amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. God said that the wings of prayer were at his disposal, and David said, if you'll notice down here, he said, evening and morning and at noon, Will I call upon the Lord aloud? Hallelujah. I like that. I will cry. You know, some people say you're not supposed to pray aloud. But David did. Hallelujah. Some people say, why those Pentecostal people, they're so crazy, they get out there and they shout. They cry aloud. David said, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry out aloud. I don't know what benefit he had of putting it in there except showing us that God honors the praises of his people. And he said, the Lord will hear my voice. Glory to God. He will hear my voice. One lady came to me and said, brother, God's not deaf. And I said, no, ma'am, and he's not nervous either. Hallelujah. I can shout all night long and won't bother him a bit. Amen. 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 Glory to God. David said, I'm going to pray. God is going to hear my cry and he's going to answer me. Praise the name of the Lord. Anytime you get yourself in such a situation, I've had people come and say, Brother, I've got this problem, I've got that problem, I've got this problem, I've got that problem. What shall I do? I'll tell you what to do. Mount up with wings. Hallelujah. Mount up with wings. Just get down upon your face before God and begin to fast and pray and say, Lord, I've got a problem here. Now, God, I'm not going to give up until that problem is met or defeated in the name of Jesus. And you start mounting up, I'll tell you, just the very first few hours that you pray, you'll find that that problem's got so small, you don't even hardly know it's there anyway. Amen? You're rising up above it higher and higher and higher and higher. And when you come off of that thing, you'll be so much bigger that that problem could have never defeated you, could never stop you again, because you've gained a new altitude. Glory to God. You've reached a new place with God than you've ever been before. Oh, we have wings, church. All we have to do is mount upon those wings. Hallelujah. Mount upon those wings. And perhaps there's some of you here tonight that are oppressed and that have been bound and that have been hindered by the works of the devil. Maybe there are things that have come against you. Maybe you're like David. You say, fearfulness and trembling have been upon me. And you seem as though there's no way of escape. God has at your disposal tonight a pair of wings. Hallelujah. A pair of wings that you can mount on and begin to rise up above that trouble. And you know, I have discovered a truth, church, that usually when people get into such difficulties that they can't bear their problems and overcome them, it's because they've refused to mount on the wings that God's provided they're so busy they don't have time to get a hold of the Lord. They don't take that time to wait upon God and to seek His face that the Spirit of the Lord may do something great in their heart and their life. Oh, God has provided. He's made the way. It's up to you and I to receive it. Hallelujah. And in doing that, you're going to grow 
uh, develop into a new era with God that you've ever been before in all of your life. Do you believe that tonight? Let's lift up our hands and let's praise Come to pass. Therefore, be thou not fearful. 
to step forth and to enter in whatsoever thine heart desireth, for the Lord shall cause it to be blessed if thou shalt follow the leadings of his Spirit. And behold, he shall lead thee and guide thee even into all the ways wherein thou hast not yet been. Lift your hands toward this man.